Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together. Well, we welcome you to another episode, and uh, I'm grateful for our studio guests. We were just talking before... um, uh, before the podcast began, before the red light actually came on in the studio. And I'm grateful because uh, do y'all remember when the air conditioning wasn't working? Mm, I do. Do y'all, do y'all remember that? I remember the very red well. light did not work. The red light on the mics did not work. Mm. Uh, and it could be, I think they had a temperature factor. I don't, I don't know. But, the, I mean, everything in our building was affected. As a matter of fact, uh, LB, mm. that is the new. Uh, I mean, we're I just we're going with luscious little bird, so we're gonna call him, you know, LB. Oh, LB, baby. Yeah. So isn't that uh, exactly what the Xerox man? Now, who was it? Was it the regional manager again that came and was, rescued us in the printing? It was the regional ma- manager's top guy. Mm. He said he told me on the phone, and his name was Gordon. Yes. He said, I'm sending you my best. Okay. And did uh, he did not disappoint, correct? Uh, Mr. Gordon was professional in appearance, and he sufficed in uh, the job, and we were very pleased. So, in that, what what were some suggestions that he had? Did, I mean, because we the air conditioner obviously caused some problems with the paper. He said uh, climate control of our paper is very important. Said we need to keep our paper in cardboard boxes, and also we need to keep it at a stable temperature. Some ninety degrees is stable. Yeah. <laughs> for here, for here, I mean, in the summertime, a good ninety to ninety-five in the office and studio is is pretty well norm. I mean, did you tell him that? Hey, perhaps you know what those little things that they put in the uh, what is it, the beef jerky or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and aren't those climate control things or moisture control things? Do you think that that'd be beneficial to use? Yeah, Caleb's got some uh, extras, so we'll just throw them in the box and see what happens. Uh, we put them in I there. I don't know. We can't use those. I think that's his snack. Uh, well, we put them in there with the. Have paper. you ever eaten one of those? All right, mute this part. I'm neither going to confirm nor deny that. Mm, good I've seen yeah. you. I've seen Big Country, and there's a reason why it's Big Country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen you devour some beef jerky before, and yeah. if you don't take that little, and and it clearly says on there, do not eat. But it's not talking to me. Well, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is if you don't pick that out before, if you don't go digging around in the beef jerky like I do Captain Crunch to get yep. the prize out, yep. then that thing's going to get devoured. You're going to yeah. eat it. It's like, because you once you start, you don't let up. It's the same thing every time I get a Happy Meal. I always accidentally eat the toy. <laughs> so, But if you take those out of the beef jerky pack and put them with a the paper, every time we print the newsletters, it's going to be scratch and sniff. Somebody's going to sniff up, oh, I got teriyaki. I got sweet heat. It, we, it, it would be effective. It there, would be effective. Well, not only that, though, there are great beef jerky flavors. When we were in Florida, you know, because we were on vacation not too long ago, mm-hmm. and um, we were in my favorite part over there, Destin, and mm-hmm. we went to Destin Commons. It's not too far from where we stay. And it over there, some of my favorite stores, okay, Bass Pro. We went to Bass Pro. Mm. But right across from Bass Pro is a beef jerky outlet. Have y'all ever yep. been to a beef jerky outlet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Here's, uh, for years, 
we, we go in. And this is what I love about it. You get free samples. You get oh, free goodness. samples. Well, you think Big Ox, free samples. Do they have anything like that in Mississippi? Well, I tell you what, after this, I might take a road trip down there to Florida. I heard free samples. That's well, what I heard. I mean, but I think these, like, uh, jerky outlets, they're, they're everywhere. They're not just Florida, but we went over there. Well, that's the one I know of. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. I want you to understand. Now, this is going to sound derogatory, uh, and I don't mean it this way. This is how they describe it, okay? But I want you to understand. That I got reaped by the reaper. Mm. Mm. So I got, according to their terminology, I got reaped by the reaper. Now, your imaginations can run all over the place on this, but what what happened was I went in, okay? And all I did was ask them, because I like hot stuff. I I mean, I'm a spicy food kind of guy. I mean, I love... Hot stuff. The hotter, the better. So I just asked them. I said, "Hey, y'all got y'all y'all got anything hot?" And and no kidding, like it was like lights came on and 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 smoke started coming out. It, it was almost like a show now. And the guy at working the beef truck, he said, "Have you ever had any Reaper?" Mm. He was waiting on the fool to walk in to do that, wasn't now, he? Now, I mean, <laughs> they, said first, you they were ready. At first, I didn't really understand what he was talking about, and I thought he said reefer, and I was like, mm, I, I'm a preacher, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to confirm nor deny that. that but he said the reaper, okay? So according to uh, the official title, it was Carolina Reaper, mm-hmm. and it was Ooh. supposedly the hottest that you could ever uh, get. Now, I will say that it was warm, but it was not the hottest thing that I've that I've that I've ever eaten. What, well, what's the hottest thing you've ever eaten? You but now they gave me a sticker, or it, it was it wasn't really a sticker; it was a piece of paper that said I've been reaped by the reaper. Oh, so I anyway, was that was a, it's like a badge of honor because <laughs> I tried the reaper. I actually bought some, and yeah. I think that's why they gave me the sticker because I you know paid seventeen dollars for a bag of. Jerky, but nevertheless, I mean, that felt like they had to give me something. Yeah. But uh, it, it was good. It's just not hot. Quite honestly, my neighbor across the street brought me some hot sauce, far hotter than anything Carolina Reaper can put on a piece mm. of piece of beef. I Maybe mean. that's what we need to do one day. We'll have like a, a pepper eating contest in here. Oh, that'd be good. We'll, we'll work our way up. The, I mean, who doesn't like hot stuff in here? Who I does? don't, but I would I would do a pepper eating contest. I, I mean, do y'all just an eating contest? What about, uh, what about wings? Oh, Is yeah. anybody I'm on? Boneless. Yeah. I'm boneless. That's I like good. flavored chicken nuggets. Or we can get some Hattie B's. Now, Hattie B's, hot chicken. Yeah. Mm. Hot chicken is, a, Big Ox, have you ever had any hot chicken? No, Hattie B's version. What what version have you had? I've had is Puckett's there another? Yeah, I've oh had, no, yeah. no. Puckett's is well, that's what is I'm good. Saying. Puckett's is a Nashville staple, but Puckett's is a grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> when you want to get hot chicken, you don't go to the grocery store. You go to the place that has it in the name. Okay, Hattie B's or Prince's? Which Hattie, one? Hands down, Hattie B's. Okay. There's no doubt, Hattie B's. Uh, have you? You've had both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, little little city, little city. Have you? I've only had Hattie B's. Hattie so what what flavor at Hattie B's? Have you ever had uh, Luscious uh, LB mm. Luscious Lilburn? Mm. Have you ever had Hattie B's? Oh yes, sir. Okay, uh, Big Ox. No. Mm. All right, we got to get into yeah. hot mm. chicken now. 
So little city, what is your flavor that you order? It's whatever is the the second hottest is the one I get. I don't remember the name. Was well, probably because it's got a cuss word in it. All right. So uh, I appreciate the I appreciate modest, you modest. Yeah, like showing the those things just go out of my mind. Yeah, like we'll I'm just we'll just put it like this. So spiritual. Yeah, thank you, thank you for God being just the takes it out of my brain and yes. dumps it. And, you know, know it's just the renewing of the mind. So <laughs> we appreciate that. But so the second level of heat, we would call it here in Baptist world, dang hot. Um, <laughs> and there might be other synonyms for that used in other denominations. The Methodist, the Methodist. Go the Methodist. Your Methodist friend what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Brother Caleb, I, I understand like you get, like you just want some chicken tender. So you could get... The same in Hattie B's as you do McDonald's. Yeah, I'm quantity. I'm a quantity guy, honestly. Really? Uh, yeah, I know you. You could never tell. <laughs> you could never tell by looking at me. Uh, yeah. So this is a podcast, so you can't see me. But uh, when I go to when I get the hot chicken, what I get is not. It's not the lowest one. That's like non-hot, but it's the bottom rung of the heat ladder. Mm. So he gets mild. Yeah, I guess I guess it would just be mild, and, and that's that's on the edge for me. That's I think I think the correct term is cheeky baby. We do we do cheeky baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, LB, mm. what what's your what's your flavor? I like it hot, but I have to say I got to shout out Memphis uh, Wing Guru and Crumpies has Hattie B's beat. Are we sponsored by them? About to be. Uh, <laughs> you work on that. Like, work are, on are they going to bring us some lunch yeah. in here? I'll, I'll call. I'll call them up. I'll get them down here. You know a guy? Yeah. Okay. Just, just like just like Xerox. What about you, Bo, Dave? What's your favorite? Well, I go to the top Ooh. of the heat rung ladder. Uh, I know that this is uh, based on derogatory terminology, so I don't really. But let's just say it's the top. Handy Bees probably has some questionable names for their levels of heat. <laughs> But you cannot question the quantity and quality of chicken. Yeah. I cannot finish a large white uh, with double fries mm. at the highest rung of the heat line. You just can't do it. I can't finish it. I can't finish it. Well, but I give it a great try. Well, Brother Ian, which one are you going to be in? Uh, I'm definitely not going to be right there next to you. I won't. I won't be that high. But I mean, I. I mean, without knowing, I mean, I. I'd probably be. I might do second, but I'd definitely be comfortable three or four, possibly. I just don't. So you're know. like middle of the road, maybe I'm high, middle of high, mid to yeah, high. Yeah, I'm mid to high. See, I haven't had their hottest yet, so I'm, next time we go, that's what I'm getting. Okay. Hey, right. uh, while we're talking about chicken, I know we're facing a commercial. Can I say something that in our Baptist circles would be near blasphemous? I want everybody tonight to go to McDonald's, not McDonald's, McDonald's. And I want you to get their crispy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Not the regular chicken, but the crispy chicken sandwich. It is as good as Chick-fil-A. No. It is oh. as good as Chick-fil-A. Oh, goodness. We're going to edit that out. This is the last time I'm on the podcast, so I just, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, before we go, and, uh, and we'll go to commercial break, Big Country, we have loved having you on the podcast. <laughs> and we've loved having you at Grace Baptist. And uh, we wish you well in the future. And uh, tell Dr. Delicious, thank you for bringing you on board. And y'all go enjoy. You you probably like Popeyes. 
Oh, Popeyes! Popeyes is at least three times better than Chick-fil-A. Oh my goodness. Quantifiably, at least three times better. We we fight me. We we love. We just fire you. We've loved having you. Hey, we're gonna take a break and come back and get Brother Caleb, aka Brother Derek, aka Big Country, straightened out on his um, lack of chicken knowledge. He's crazy. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> I'm Steve Freeman, pastor of Grace Baptist Church. And if you're looking for an affordable, but yet quality Christian education for your children, maybe even your grandchildren, can I invite you to explore Grace Baptist Academy? We're currently enrolling pre-K three through first grade, and we would love for you to come to learn more about Grace Baptist Academy and perhaps to be a part of our family. Why don't you come grow with us at GBA? All right, so we're back, and uh, we will. This thing is derailed. I mean, it's just derailed. But brother Caleb, quite yes. honestly, we can't we can't let that go because there's there's it's just not right. I mean, we're Southern Baptist, and if you didn't know this, I mean, we're uh, we are a Southern Baptist podcast from a Southern Baptist church, and we're unapolog- uh, unapologetically Southern Baptist. We've not taken Baptist out of our name. Uh, now, we as Southern Baptists are people, so obviously people and churches are filled with people, and therefore we have problems because we're people, and people have problems. But nevertheless, we're proud of our Southern Baptist uh, heritage. We're proud to be part of the largest denomination um, in that's ever existed on planet Earth. So all, all of that, not to be boastful, we're just... We're, we're thankful, and we are tied together by how we do missions, missionally, uh, through the cooperative program. We all do a podcast on that. We can't seem to get off restaurants, but we all do a podcast on that. But we're also tied doctrinally, how we interpret the Bible. So we're Southern Baptists, but in that, you know, when it comes to a call to be a Southern Baptist preacher, you can't get called by the Lord if you don't like chicken. Now, here's the thing. It, you're not proclaiming that you're not a chicken lover. That's correct. Okay, but you have you have gone against uh, Baptist protocol. Yes. Okay, eating chicken protocol by speaking what might be considered a blasphemous word mm. about Chick Fil A. Yes. Now let's go back and clarify that statement so that we can. I want to make sure that we're dealing with the right subject. Sure. Now. Sure. Well, I, first of all, I'm say I like Chick Fil A. I will eat Chick Fil A, but. The, the the here's the thing, you expect Chick Fil A to be so good that if it's off if they're off their game at all, it's way down. But you don't expect McDonald's chicken sandwich to be that good. So when it it's good, so that thing hits different. It hits different. So so really, you're not you're not saying disparaging. You're not being disparaging toward Chick Fil A. You're just being encouraging to McDonald's because the expectations are holding are going in. I'm saying I would guarantee you that 90% of our listeners are sleeping on McDonald's chicken sandwich. They don't need to sleep on Mickey D's. Okay, Ronald McDonald's been around a long time for a reason. He had, he can cook chicken. Okay? Mm, he can cook hamburgers. 
He can cook burgers. He can cook chicken. Go try it. And then after you try Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, go to Popeye's and find the best chicken sandwich. All right. So here, and then I want to give, we've got to answer Bible questions. I mean, we, the, our, our podcast is just veering off. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We'll have a contest, uh, a makeshift contest. And let's go Popeye's, chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A, chicken sandwich, Mick or McDonald's? McDonald's. Chicken, yeah. McDonald's yeah. chicken sandwich and the new KFC Ooh. chicken sandwich. Ooh. That's a dark horse. That's a dark horse. Have we had them? Have we had It's had good. Them? It's good. Okay, so Popeyes, Chick fil A, McDonald's, KFC, Little City, what's your pick? Mm, I'm going to go with. I still. Chick-fil-A, KFC, Popeyes, then McDonald's. Are you running a favor? Are you okay? Big Ox. I just know what's good. Big Ox, what's your what's your flavor? Alright, Big Ox is gonna go Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, okay. KFC, McDonald's. Okay. That's respectable. I can okay. respect that with the Popeyes up top. Nearly. LB? I have to say I have a similar palate as a Big Ox over here because I would have the same list. Okay, so you're going Chick-fil-A, Popeye's. Mm-hmm. Who was your third? KFC. KFC. KFC and then McDonald's. Yeah. All right, Big Country? Uh, Popeye's and then oh. skip about 30 or 40 lines. And then I, I, I would say that Chick-fil-A, I, wanna, I would say that sandwich-wise, the sandwich of Chick-fil-A and McDonald's tastes the same. But if you add the sauce, I would give Chick-fil-A maybe a, a little bump with the Chick-fil-A sauce. But And I haven't had the KFC one. Where I'm from, only old people go to KFC. Um, I haven't. <laughs> so. Well, I, listen, maybe I can go and qualify for a discount yep. at KFC. If it's like Captain uh, D's. So I feel like I need to make a clarification on mine. I'm going off the spicy chicken. Now, the regular Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. I would probably put it, I would put KFC at the top. Mm. All right, so uh, my, or anybody interested in my selection? We are dying. Sure. I want to know. Okay. And here, after, like, we've derailed a whole podcast because you made a blasphemy, what, what might be considered by some as a blasphemous statement. Here's my pick. Popeye's. Mm. Mm. Oh! Chick-fil-A. <laughs> KFC. And Mickey D's. Okay. As long as McDonald's is at the bottom, I'm okay with the list. Whoops. Popeyes. Haters. Hands yeah. down. Hands down. The and, greatest chicken sandwich. And they have the best fries out of any fast food restaurant, too. Listen, mm. Popeyes is the greatest chicken place yep. of in, hands down yep. of any chicken ever made, including the Colonel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now. We just lost fifty percent of our yeah. church right now. Yeah. If they listen to the podcast, fifty percent. Then we can gone. really mix it up. We gotta get churches in there. Oh, I'm a big churches fan. Can you find the churches that is open? In New Orleans, you can. Yes. <laughs> There's one. There's one. Yeah, right across from the seminary, and they're always busy. There's a lot going on at those yeah. churches. So, well, guys, we're back. Uh, we're we're going to get on this question. We started a question last week from Second Corinthians chapter twelve. We never that we. I think we came to the conclusion. The question was, who is the man who visited the third heaven? And really, when you read Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse two through five, 
you know, this is Paul, uh, where we identified um, the, 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 the man in the passage as Paul. We talked about that. We came to a definitive conclusion. But then, again, as we were talking about heaven and the third heaven and the levels of heaven, you know, I made a statement regarding, you know, heaven and, and Jesus' references to heaven. He never talked about a third heaven, never really talked about levels of heaven. So the listener was asking, you know, who, who was this person who went, and then what is the third heaven? So we began that discussion, and then Brother Caleb, as you typically do uh, in big country fashion, you just went way off the rails and began to talk about, uh, we talked about paradise and, and Sheol, you threw that in there, and then we talked about Abraham's bosom, and then, so, so really, I think the title of this uh, podcast may even be Bosom Buddies, Exploring Bosoms in the Bible. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be the title. That sounds like a great series that we could do. I, I, well, I, yeah, maybe, probably not. Uh, but uh, all the teenagers are listening, by the way. Yeah. You know, based on the title. Uh, so, what? What? Let's talk about heaven. And, and you know that what? What's interesting is the Bible's relatively silent about heaven. You, you know, you ask somebody how heaven is going to be. Now, there are a lot of books written about heaven, a lot of books about out-of-body uh, experiences, much like we, we, we see with Paul. Uh, I do not... Um, boy, this is, this is going to mess up some reading. Mm. Uh, but, but I really do not uh, ascribe to those books, I, 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 those stories. Uh, I do not believe that they line up um, biblically. Uh, one popular... Uh, novel that also uh, became a, uh, a hit movie uh, that, that tries to answer the question, is heaven for real? Mm -hmm. Heaven's for real because Jesus said it's for real. And that's, that's mm -hmm. the end of the discussion. But it's, it's not for real because Hollywood made a movie or a book was written, but there, there's some things in regards to the content. And I've, I've read the books, so I don't want to talk about something that I've, you know, have only surface knowledge of. I've, I've read the books. And when I read those, uh, my mind shifts theologically because I, I don't believe that all the aspects in there in, in terms of what they have seen in these out-of-body out out experiences line up biblically. One, I want to make this declarative statement and then we're going to take a break. Uh, when people die, not, again, no one on Facebook believes this. But when people die, heaven does not gain another angel. We'll be back after this break. I'm 14. I'm 62. I'm 37. I'm 26. I'm 22. We're 47. We're five. Grace Baptist Church is a place where you'll fit in. It's not a building. It's the people within that comprise a church. People who care for one another. People who understand one another. People who live life together. Hi, I'm Steve Freeman, pastor of Grace Baptist Church, and I want to personally invite you to join us Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. at our main campus where you'll find real people connecting real faith with real life. Okay, we're, we're back. 
Brother Caleb, you had a very um, disturbed look uh, based on the cliffhanger that I left us with. I mean, what what is the theological foundation and basis between, or, or you know, in regards to that statement, heaven gained another angel? And this obviously is used when um, people's loved ones die, and you know that person has ventured to heaven based on their relationship with Jesus, because that's the only way a person can get in heaven. But that's that's confusing theologically, because people are not angels. That's right. You have thoughts. Anybody have thoughts? Big Ox, you got a thought on that? You ought to chime in because all your teenagers are listening just because of the title. Just because of the title. Uh, so, you know, I hear that that misconception, I mean, all the time of, you know, when, when someone dies that, that, it, that heaven gains an angel, but there's no, there's no biblical support for that at all. We don't see that. And, and even more so, uh, you know, Scripture speaks to the separation of us as created human beings and the separation even in significance to angels and roles to angels and it's not as but I think for some people in their mind when we pass away it's like angels like the next role or next step in like the we're gonna get wings and like, play a harp and sit on a cloud and, and in my mind I always go to I mean in my mind I always think do you, do you not know do you not know what happened to the angels do you not remember one big angel uh, you know named Lucifer like do we not know what's going on and so I think it's just a misconception and, and it comes out of wanting to understand what we can't understand and so people try to put mm-hmm. what they see tangible to it that's a that's a good point and this is why like I would encourage our, our listeners and this is why I encourage our congregation I, I mean we have to be students of the of the Bible, because how easy, um, even, and and let me say this, there's, there's, this is, lots of this is done not uh, pointedly, it's it's not on purpose, but even good godly people can be swept away in a doctrine that's not accurate, and even though that's not the intent of that doctrine, and in other words, uh, there are lots of things that we see on TV that may not be biblically accurate. They're good. They're, I mean, they promote good things. But we have to be students of the Word so that we can understand that. Think about uh, the wealth of information that we have at our fingertips. If you want to know something, you used to, I mean, you had to go to the library, you had to research, you had to... But you don't, all you can pull up in a matter of seconds anything you want to know. As a matter of fact, if you wanted to right now, you pull up on your computers and Google, uh, you know, what is heaven? Or, and, and there'd be a wealth of information. But you have to be able to couple that as a student of the Bible to understand what's theologically correct and what is not. And then, you know, that pertains to also popular, um, you know, aspects of culture that... That, that bring through maybe social media or whatever to understand, um, you, you know, a theological basis for what is accurate and what is not. We, there's nowhere in the Bible, okay? We are people. We are just like angels were created, okay? Somewhere in the six days of creation in Genesis chapter one, we're not privy to that information. We, the Lord did not provide for us. He talked about when he uh, uh, by rod or, or created from nothingness. 
the sun, the moon, the stars, the birds, I mean, everything about creation, but he was silent about the angels. We don't know. We just know that they're created beings, but we are created beings. And really, angels serve God, but in the context of God and God's uh, relationship with humanity, God has even appointed angels to serve humanity yeah. and protect humanity. Yeah, Being a, but it, it, even if it were true that people became angels, that would not be a promotion. No. That's a demotion because angel, it says in the Bible that angels long to understand our salvation and long to understand our relationship with God. Yes, I mean, we are the only part of creation that has a personal, at least has the ability to have a personal relationship with God, the Creator. No other part, everything belongs to God, but not every part of uh, creation, including the angels, have a personal, they don't call him Daddy. They do not call him Abba in the Greek, Father, Abba Father, Daddy, that's what the word is. Uh, they call him Sir and Your Majesty. They call him Yahweh. I mean, they, they, they it's a different role. And we're the only part of creation. And I, you know, my uh, heart is that you have a personal, as a listener, that you have a personal relationship with God. It's available through Jesus and what Jesus has done when he humbled himself and became a little lower than the angels, as the Bible says, and, and humbled himself in, in form of a servant and came and laid down his life on an old rugged cross to reconcile mankind back to himself. Uh, he did what we could not do. And uh, he provided what uh, a solution to what we messed up in the beginning when he created us for a perfect relationship with him, to live with him and to hang out with him. Uh, and we're the only part of creation that he did that for. So, now back to the subject at hand. Oh boy. I wish I wouldn't have asked me this question. But, but I'm going to try to answer it. Okay, so what is heaven? Tell us about heaven. And is is heaven for real? Heaven is for real. Heaven heaven is uh, is a place outside of earth, and uh, it is a uh, dwelling place of God. It is where uh, we see in the book of Revelation that one day, and this is a big subject, but one day we see that God is going to uh, destroy this current creation by fire. He's going to uh, bring about the new heaven and the new earth. And then people will live in perfect harmony, perfect peace with God in the new heaven and in the new earth, just like they did back in Genesis 1. So heaven is a place where there is no sin, there's no sickness, there's no death. Everything is just the way God intended it to be. Okay. So you, you referenced uh, in our previous podcast, which brings us to this point, um, paradise, Sheol, Abraham's bosom. What, um, you know, these are the terminologies that Jesus himself used for a place that's not here. Uh, if you go back and uh, remember the thief on the cross from the book of Luke when Jesus was crucified between two criminals and uh, the, the, um, the, the thief who accepted Jesus, Jesus responded by saying, today you will be with me in paradise. But how come Jesus didn't say heaven? I mean, it's not like he did not use heaven yeah. in other terminology. Uh, you know, when he was talking about the future, uh, when he was talking about the eternal uh, abode of God. But in this particular 
in this particular case, that day, while they were on the cross, the day that Jesus died, not the day he was resurrected, that's three days later, but the day that Jesus died, he promised the thief on the cross, who, by the way, was providentially hindered from publicly identifying himself with Jesus in the manner that Jesus prescribed, and that is baptism. Again, baptism doesn't save you, it's your public identification, but he couldn't, okay? So we, we see that baptism, that in itself answers the question, does baptism save you? The answer is no, because this man was promised by Jesus, even though he was not baptized, because he couldn't be, he was promised by Jesus that he would be in paradise. But how come Jesus didn't say heaven? Because Jesus didn't go to heaven when he died. Oh, oh my goodness. Now that's a that's a mic drop. Bring your popcorn. Jesus didn't go to heaven when he died. Jesus died, and my understanding is that he went to Hang on. We appreciate you so much for tuning in. And uh looks like we've got uh where where is our uh studio producers? Uh Abby Pratt, she is our media. Uh, minister, what an incredible job, but we need to make sure that she, we need those buttons. You know, I talked about the applause buttons and all that. We need that, and we need one that says, dun dun dun. So let's do that on the count of three, because we're going to lead this podcast with a cliffhanger on three. One, two, three. Dun dun dun. dun. If we can't get our, uh, we'll make our own. That's it. That's it. That's it. But we appreciate you tuning in till next time. And we're going to answer the question as we continue talking about uh, bosoms and the Bible with our bosom buddies. Uh, we will answer the question again that Brother Caleb, uh, a.k.a. Brother Derek, a.k.a. Big Country, continues to <laughs> revel with. And that is, what about eternity? And now, where did Jesus go when he died on the cross. Until next time, hey, if you are unsure about your eternity and don't know where you're going to spend it, uh, let me assure you that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We'd love to tell you more about how you can accept him and have an eternal relationship and be a child of God that promises eternal life uh, in heaven with him, but also everlasting and, um, well, abundant life here on earth. Uh, listen to our outro. Get in touch with us if you have Bible questions. Um, and also, our outro will tell you how you can email those to us, and hopefully and prayerfully, we'll get to them eventually. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, if you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless you.